Hello, welcome to the latest edition of the ALS Association Greater Philadelphia Chapter Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Heil, and my guest today is Melissa Call, here with the chapter, one of our wonderful social workers who are helping people with ALS every single day, attending clinics, providing services, and giving people outreach to the programs that exist here at the chapter. Uh, before we get into their conversation today, I want to tell everyone that you can learn more about the Walk to Defeat ALS. You can learn more about our services and, and research, and you can learn more about how to just donate and volunteer and get involved as an advocate. All of those things right now, all at ALS at www.alsphiladelphia.org or on social media at ALS Philadelphia. I stuttered a little bit there so that Melissa would feel good about <laughs> not being worried about her messing up, so I'll mess up first. So if you mess up later, that's okay. Thank you. Um, so today's conversation is one that's very important uh, beyond just the regular events or programs we have here. We're going to be talking about the ALS registry and advocates who are involved with the chapter and have been for many years now, over a decade, have been working on getting this registry passed and funded so that researchers can know more about who has ALS, the specifics about their disease, where they're located and really be able to be better researchers to learn more, learn where they should be going to uh, devote their time, what kinds of studies they should be going towards, and really make research more effective so it's not just a hodgepodge of studies just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And I don't know why, it's always throwing spaghetti at the wall, I think. Yes. Uh, so Melissa um, does advocacy with the Patient Services Department She's come to Washington, D.C. many times, and as a social worker, she is often telling patients with ALS about the virtue of the registry. So I brought her here in today so she can tell everybody um, what the ALS registry is, and we can learn more about the benefits to the whole ALS community. So, Melissa, thanks for coming in and being, being part of this today. Thank you for inviting me. So, Melissa, before we get in... A lot of the people in the Philadelphia area know who you are because you've been working here for... Eight years. Eight years. That's a long time. Yep. <laughs> uh, but people outside of here don't know who you are. The people in the other parts of our chapter, and there's probably people outside of our chapter region that are listening. So what do you do at the chapter? Um, so I'm Melissa Call. I'm a social worker. I'm at the Jefferson ALS clinic mm -hmm. and I serve patients throughout the Philadelphia area. There's several ALS, ALS clinics in the area and I have patients that um, participate in several different clinics um, and I connect our folks with um, community resources and help them get services through our chapter and support them as they go through this journey. Yeah, I know with the when someone has ALS if you have a disease or any problem, you think you just go to the doctor, they tell you what it is, and then you follow up on your own. People like yourself make sure that people aren't waiting to do something. You get on people and say, you should sign up for this now. I'm going to help you out with the paperwork. Exactly. Um, we really try to help people get connected so that they um, can take full advantages of the services and programs that are available to people and their family members that are living with ALS. And and being in the Philadelphia area with this disease, there is a lot to pick and choose from to help support you along this journey. And our role as a social worker is really to help connect them with, with everything that 
um, could be helpful to them. And I think that when people think about the ALS Association and our chapter specifically, the first thought is that, oh, they're a charity that raises money, so their staff must be all fundraisers and they're raising money for one thing. But people don't know that patient services is really the bedrock of our chapter. We have more staff in patient services than we do in any other department here. Yes. And that's the majority of our money goes to that, even though, as we're going to discuss, money that goes to patient services can in turn help research. Yes. So, I mean, you guys do, you guys are the reason why I come to work. And the people that I see face to face and over the phone and email for those that can't speak, um, they're the people why I come to work every day. And where all the funded dollars go towards help for them, towards research for them, and for people in the future living with ALS. And the patient services department is the face of our chapter for all of our PALS, people living with ALS. So um, we have nearly a thousand people that are living with ALS in our chapter area. You are directly connected to many of them. Obviously, not half of them because right. you would that never would be stop. a big caseload. <laughs> but you do it. But I imagine that because you were a social worker before this, and the other people were too. You do have a significant amount of people that you're helping, um, but they're not just a number on a caseload. You you no. you become friends, and you're connected very well. Right, we get to know um, people and their family members, and we get to know them through seeing them at clinics, seeing them at events in Washington, D.C. for advocacy and, and spending time with them, doing home visits. All of these things make us connect it um, and, and make it personal. So that's a good segue to why we're talking today about how these ALS families and people living with the disease are connected, and we want them to get connected to the ALS registry. And this is a national priority with the ALS Association and from other ALS groups. So can you tell our listeners what the ALS registry is? Certainly. So the National ALS Registry, it was actually an act that was um, Congress enacted back in 2008, thanks to the hard work of all of our advocates um, annually in D.C. I actually started with the chapter in 2008 and my first trip to DC for advocacy we were advocating to get funding and and to get this act passed which it did happen in 2008 and the ALS registry is basically a um, program to collect manage and analyze data about people that are living with ALS um, and it's basically a, a database so that researchers can use this registry data to look for disease pattern changes over time and try to identify whether there are common risk factors among PALS. Um, additionally, the registry provides updated links for participant resources like ALS clinical trials. Um, people living with ALS can add their information to the registry very simply by clicking a button um, on the computer. And part of my job as a social worker is to make sure that people are aware of this national registry and to get signed up for it. So it's for um, someone to sign up for it, all you need to be is someone living with ALS, and you would need a computer and an email address. And you sign up for the registry, and it's a series of surveys that over time, since 
the act was enacted back in 2008, they have added additional surveys where they're asking you questions, basic demographics, age, sex, height and weight, and then military history, physical activity, family history, um, geographic information. So all of these, all of this data is collected. And, you know, you, I was listening to you and you said all you have to be is a person with ALS. You have also connected people with clinical trials and letting them know about things that are out there. One of the frustrations that I know that people with ALS have is that they want to be involved in things, but they're disqualified from trials for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. um, or those trials only need people of a certain background right. or um, they already have enough people in whatever background mm -hmm. they have. Maybe they already have enough men or they already have enough people over six. I don't know. But this is something that anyone with ALS Exactly. Can do. There's no restrictions on, on someone signing up for the registry um, like there often are um, with the clinical trials. So this is a great way for people to advocate and empower themselves to be able to do something towards helping with this disease and improving care for future people that are living with ALS as well. And the surveys are rather simple, right? There's a lot of, you said there's over a dozen different kinds of surveys. You do one, then you follow up with another one later. Yes. So the website that you go on, which we will give you all that information on the podcast, but it is www.cdc.gov slash ALS. Um, this is the website to register with the National ALS Registry. If you're from the Philadelphia chapter, you can also go right on our chapter website and click right on to register. It is a series of surveys. So what you, can, what you do is set up an account, and then you can take your time in completing the surveys. And what um, the only type of information that you need is to continue with once you've completed all your surveys is every six months you'll get an email reminder to update in case there's any changes say you've relocated or you know your work history has changed whatever the case may be um, they ask every six months that you update your information and in addition to the surveys there's also the bio repository um, so they're collecting some things from people with ALS yes. and, and then researchers can go and say oh there's this information out there that we know from blood, from other things, from people with ALS, that's a direction we should go in for learning more. Definitely. And the ALS, this national registry, um, is, is working with the existing national databases through the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, as well as the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, since veterans are twice as likely as civilians to develop ALS. Um, so... This is really a great way for our researchers to tap into the most current and useful information um, when they're working on their research. And you said you've gone to Washington, D.C. many times. You've gone to Harrisburg, too. Um, part of the reason I ask you to be here is because you have been so involved with advocacy. And from my experience being here over five years and your experience being here over eight, the research has really been picking up, the starting points have. So it seems like the registry is helping lead to more breakthroughs, even if it's not directly, but giving people more direction in terms of where they can go and learn more about, you know, how to find, how to understand ALS. It definitely 
has been helpful in doing that. I mean, the goal of the registry, it, there's several goals for the registry in gathering all this information to estimate the number of new cases each year of ALS, to estimate the number of people who have ALS at a specific point in time. This is all groundbreaking information that since 2008 that, that um, through the registry researchers have been able to gather, as well as better understanding who gets the disease and what factors affect the disease. Um, and hopefully to improve care for people that are living with ALS. Um, they're able to examine the connection between ALS and other motor neuron disease disorders that can be confused with ALS, misdiagnosed as ALS, and in some cases progress to ALS. So this is really crucial information that um, can be so helpful if you are a person living with ALS to sign up and, and register. It's a way for you to be able to help contribute towards finding a cure for this disease. And I assume that you and the team here, Brenda and Gail and Sue Walsh, everybody here at the chapter, um, you read up on a lot of the latest stuff with, with ALS and the Definitely. people at the clinics do too. So this kind of thing, it am eventually helps you understand ALS better as a social worker. So when people come to ask you questions, you can say, well, this is where you should go. Here's some some of the newest information. Definitely. Um, the, the ALS registry has been crucial in, in helping our researchers and in turn in, in helping us be able to present to our folks kind of the latest and greatest, what's going on, within the ALS community, what research has been accomplished and, and, and where they're headed as well. Um, you can also look on our website as far as research, under our research tab, to get more information and it can connect you directly to links like Neil's that has information on clinical trials throughout the United States. And these are, you know, these researchers work closely and are tapping into the registry to move forward with their research. It feels like the researchers that are focusing on ALS are very collaborative. They're trying not to all do the same thing. And that's one of the things that the, that the registry helps with is so that you don't have everyone starting at the same points. They can they don't have to do this basic stuff. And, exactly. And they can go at the more complicated research. And that's why it's been help, so helpful for the, our national registry to work closely with the other existing databases that are out there. So mm -hmm. they're not reinventing the wheel. Yeah, that, that is good because I know everyone keeps talking about how much money the Ice Bucket Challenge raised, but that was a one-time thing and it takes a billion dollars to create one drug. Mm -hmm. And it might take more than one drug to help end ALS. Right. So, you know, this helps to make the research it's more streamlined, uh, so you're not wasting any money. There's, there's not even, there's no time to waste, there's no money to waste, like you have to be as focused as possible on how you're funding and doing research. Definitely, definitely, I agree. I'm sure you've had a lot of patients with ALS um, who've participated in trials, and it gets frustrating when they do something and they don't see a final result from it. Right. Like you, they, you know that if someone goes in to take a trial, they want it to have led to some discovery. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and, and these everything with research takes time, and it's a process and, and lots of steps. And the National Registry is something where we are seeing results that researchers are able to use this database of information 
um, from all the information that's collected. And it's something that's ongoing. You can be updating your information, completing new surveys as they come out. And once you create an account um, using your computer and put in your email address and create an account, they will send you the updates of anything that, if there's a new survey that comes out or anything that you need to update. So you will be connected with the registry. Um, another question that I often get from patients is, will my information be private? And I like to assure everyone that yes, it will. It's only approved for registry scientists that can see the registry, not employers, not insurance companies or anything like that. And you cannot be looked up in the registry by name. Right. That, that's, so important. that's important to know because privacy is very important. Uh, and I'm sure, especially these days, you have everyone, it seems, have been hacked by something or another, whether it's credit card companies or other you know, candidates for office even. And so not being, knowing that your information is private is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things we talked about before we started here is that you're trying to give tools to people with ALS so that, because the ALS can be very, um, could take a lot of their strength away and you want to empower them. So this... Exactly. This disease can make both people living with ALS and their family members feel helpless at various times. And this is a way to really empower you and, and feel like you have some control and you can contribute to, to improving the life of people living with ALS. Um, and by registering with the registry, that's, that's a big part of what you can do. Um, and the registry can lead to not only clinical trial information, um, but reports and journal articles and it's a it's a good segue for the whole ALS, um, the population of people living with ALS, as well as the professionals that are working within the ALS community to stay educated and up to date on what is going on in the ALS world. Right. So it's not just helping one group of people. Right. It's helping with the researchers know like where they should go, um, and as one of the people at the ALS Association had said. Before you can connect the dots, you have to collect the dots, and this is this is the collection so of the true. dots. So, yes. so now you know what to connect. So maybe you're not a drug company is not spending time trying to figure out if it's women or men that have ALS more, or if they're right. older, or younger, or if they're you know of Italian descent. I don't know. Because of all the surveys they've been able to add, it's really helped help to be able to get into the nitty-gritty and narrow down into real specifics so that they can make links and and, and find connections. Right. And they're finding a lot of connections. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's a lot that people know now that they didn't eight years ago when you were starting. Exactly. exactly. And there's a lot you know now that you didn't eight years ago, right. too. Right. There has been a lot of growth in, in the understanding of this disease, even within the last 10 years. And we'll continue with that until we find a cure. Do you feel... Hopefully, you feel like you're a better um, educator. You're, you're better at talking about ALS than you were years ago. That definitely, and you're I, more and, knowledgeable. About and just things. all of the um, the technology, including the ALS registry, because obviously it's online, and um, you know this isn't something they could have done 25 years ago. Right. But technology has really revolutionized. I think the ALS community, even from when I first started eight years ago, 
there weren't iPads. And now that seems to be one of the main ways that our folks with, living with ALS communicate when they're no longer able to speak. So, so much has been revolutionized in the, in the eight years that I've been with the organization to, to help make things easier for people living with ALS. Yeah, you know, we talk about how disempowering it is to lose your ability to speak, but the ALS registry is one of those ways you can still have a voice. Definitely. And research. It is a very powerful voice. So that's a good thing. So again, you can, if you want to learn more about it or ask questions, you can go to your clinic. Yes, your clinic staff will be happy to um, help you get connected so that you can open your account with the registry. Again, all you would need is a computer with an internet connection and an email address. Um, if you need help, your caregivers um, are more than um, are able to help as well or um, even assist over the phone. There's an 800 number mm -hmm. that they could assist with if the, if the internet access isn't available to you. Um, it's 1-800-232-4636. Um, and the clinic staff, I, I know just personally from our, my own clinic experience, we're more than happy to give you the information and, and help you get started with the registry. And you talked about how people with ALS are on computers. They're, they're, oftentimes they're on computers for everything because they're using eye gaze technology or something else. Sure. So, you know. Not, not only can you use this if you can't speak anymore, and you can still be very instrumental in understanding ALS, but you can tell other people because people with ALS are very engaged together online on social media. So spread the word Definitely. about the registry because I think you've, you've seen, and I've seen from going to Washington, how um, patients will, people with ALS will say to others, hey, have you done the registry yet? They'll wear their button. Yes, it's so important. It's such a powerful tool for those living with ALS to be able to contribute um, towards improving the ALS community and helping to find a cure. And the registry is a simple way to do that and to, um, uh, you know, be able to put your information in there to help with this database. And it's one of those things where there's not, not that anything else that has a controversy around it, but there's no controversy around it um, in terms of, multiple sides. I, mean, I know Dr. Simmons at Hershey Medical Center has spoken about how some of the things there that they, because they're doing a lot of research has come about mm -hmm. from knowledge from the registry. Definitely. And there's researchers all over the country that are doing that. So you know that all of the neurologists and researchers that we interact with advocate for people using this and taking advantage Definitely. of the registry. Definitely. This is an important tool that the researchers are tapping into and everyone within the ALS community strongly suggests that you register with the National Registry. Well, great. So win-win. So we know all about the registry. It's a wonderful tool. It's going to help us learn more. Another wonderful tool is the Walk to Defeat ALS. And it's coming up in Philadelphia in just a few days on November 6th. So I, I think, I don't know, you might be going to the conference, right? Yes. So you're doing important patient services work, but... You know a lot of people they less in their families. They should definitely be coming to the walk, right? Definitely. Get a team together and come join everyone at the walk. So you can learn about the walk, which is another empowering thing, just like the registry. And we'll have information about the registry there at our walk. So you can learn about that. You can find out about the registry both on our website, www.alsphiladelphia.org. And you can ask questions of us on social media at ALS Philadelphia on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. 
and we'll get those. We can send it to Melissa if there's any mm-hmm. direct questions about Definitely. this. Send it to others and say, maybe there's this thing there. Um, and there's always ways to provide feedback for the registry itself. So thank you for sharing information about it. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, well, we really appreciate you promoting ways that people can be empowered and yes. help fight ALS together. So again, visit our website, alsphiladelphia.org. Sign up for the registry, spread the word about it, and also join us for the Walk to Defeat ALS so that we can all be empowered uh, to raise money and awareness for this cause. Thanks.